Chapter 10 of The Life of St. Gerard Magella. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Life of St. Gerard Magella by Rev. O. R. Vassal Phillips. His Interior Life. It is time that we should turn aside from St. Gerard's deeds of miracles and goodness to the study of his inner life, which was hidden with Christ in God. This was the source of all his activity, the secret of his power over the hearts of men. Fortunately, there is no need of drawing upon our imagination in searching even into the depths of his soul. Our saint shall speak for himself. On the plea of wishing to examine whether he was really guided by the Spirit of God, one of the directors required him to commit to writing his mortifications, his good desires, his resolutions, all that concerned his spiritual life. Girard obeyed with the simplicity of a true child of God. The document in which he unconsciously draws the picture of his sanctity with his own hand still remains to us. From it we will now quote. Your reverence is anxious to know in detail the mortifications that I practice, as well as my wishes, feelings, and good resolutions. Likewise, the exact meaning of the vow which I have taken, always to do that which is most perfect. Behold me then, ready to give an account, not only of my external actions, but also of all that passes within me, in order to unite myself the more closely with God, and thus walk with greater security in the way of eternal salvation he then proceeds to give a long list of the mortifications which he practised some every day some on wednesdays fridays and saturdays others on special occasions such as the novenas preceding great feasts from the enumeration of his corporal penances penances which prove that he was hardly if at all surpassed in the matter of personal austerity by any of the saints St. Gerard goes on to his good desires. These he sums up as follows. To love God, to love Him much. Always to be united to God. To do all things for the sake of God. To be always conformed to His holy will. To suffer much for God. Having next spoken of his great desires to become a saint, and after recalling the solemn truth that the abundant opportunities given us during life for the work of our sanctification, being once lost, are lost forever. Gerard goes on thus to apostrophize himself. Brother Gerard, make up thy mind to give thyself up to God altogether. From the present moment be thou well convinced, and never forget that to become a saint one thing alone is necessary, prayer and unbroken contemplation. The best contemplation consists in being as God pleases, in doing the will of god without reserves and in spending thyself freely every moment of thy life for the love of god this then is what the lord demands of thee be not a slave of the world or of thyself it is enough to have god present to be always united to him most true i hold it that all which is done for god becomes a prayer some undertakes one thing some another my only undertaking must be to do the will of God. All pain vanishes when we act for God. We now come to St. Gerard's great series of resolutions. They deserve to be most carefully meditated. 
as we study them we see rolled before us that love of god and man which was the mainspring of all his energy and strength here we may recognize the very kernel of all his sanctity so practical and so full of spiritual common sense are they that we may one and all find in some of these resolutions matter not merely for admiration but also for everyday imitation in the conduct of our lives my lord jesus christ behold me in thy sight ready to write down and to promise thy divine majesty that i will faithfully observe these my resolutions it is long since i first made them now with the permission i have received i confirm them all grant lord that i may be found faithful woe is me i cannot trust myself unable as i am of myself to perform the smallest undertaking but i trust solely in thee who art infinite goodness and mercy and who canst never but prove faithful through thy promises o thou supreme goodness whenever i have failed the failure came from myself alone henceforth i will that thou shouldst act in me grant i beg of thee that i may observe all exactly and without fail of thee do i confidently hope to obtain this grace o thou inexhaustible treasure of mercy i choose the holy spirit to be my only comforter and protector in all things may he be my defence and root out all my faults st gerard then entreats the holy mother of god and all the citizens of the heavenly country especially his patrons teresa mary magdalene of Pazzi, and agnes to lend him their aid in his endeavour and proceeds as follows i will examine my conscience every fortnight to see whether i may not have failed in keeping any of the resolutions which i am about to write down gerard know well that one day all that thou now writest will again be brought before thy view think well therefore of its careful fulfilment but who art thou who art thou i ask that dost thus threaten me thou speakest the truth but art thou ignorant that never have relied upon myself that i do not rely upon myself and that upon myself i will never rely knowing mine utter wretchedness never should i rest upon myself were i so to do most certainly i should have lost my head it is in god and in god alone that i trust and i hope in his hands i have placed my whole life that he may do with me that which he pleases though then i live i am without life since god is my life in him alone i find my repose from him alone do i look for the help that will enable me to keep the promises which i now make praised be jesus and mary then follow the resolutions we think that they do not admit of any curtailment so give them in full as gerard wrote them one o my god and my only love to-day and every day i give myself up to thy good pleasure in all temptations and trials i will say always thy will be done all that thou mayest ordain for me i will embrace with my whole heart never ceasing to raise my eyes to heaven there to adore the divine hands which cast towards me the precious pearls of thy most holy will two lord jesus i wish to carry out all that is commanded me by my mother the holy catholic church three my jesus through love of thee i will obey my superiors as thy divine person made visible to my sight 
I will live as though I were no longer myself, striving to conform myself to the judgment and will of those who command me, always certain of finding thee in them. 4. Amongst all the virtues which are dear to thee, O my God, that which I love with a love of predilection is holy purity. My trust is in thee, O infinite holiness, to preserve me from any thought which might sully the brightness of my soul. 5. I will only speak in three cases. When the glory of God is at stake, when the interests of my neighbor may demand it, or when it is necessary for some personal reason. 6. At recreation I will speak only when I am spoken to, except in one of the three cases mentioned above. 7. Instead of any words that I might be tempted to speak to the displeasure of God, I will say, My Jesus, I love thee with my whole heart. 8. I will say nothing either good or bad about myself. I will act as if there were no such person as I in existence. 9. I will never excuse myself, whatever reason I may have, for doing so, unless any sin against God would result from my silence, or any harm to my fellow man. 10. I will oppose all that which opposes regular observance in the community. 11. I will never answer when I am blamed, unless I am told to do so. 12. I will attack no one in conversation, nor will I make any reference to the faults of my neighbors, even by way of a joke. 13. I will be careful to excuse everyone, considering in my neighbor the person of Jesus Christ himself, whom the Jews accused notwithstanding his innocence. I will defend others, especially in their absence. 14. If anyone should speak ill of another, I will warn him of his fault, even though he be the Father General. Footnote. As the Father General at this time was St. Alphonsus himself, it is hardly likely that St. Gerard was ever called upon to put the last part of this resolution into practice. In footnote. 15. I will do my utmost to manage that others should be spared any occasion of annoyance. 16. If I should notice anyone committing a fault, I will be careful not to correct him in the presence of others. I will speak to him on the matter between ourselves and in a low tone of voice. 17. As soon as I see a father or brother in any need of assistance, I will leave all to help him, if I can do so consistently with obedience. 18. I will visit the sick always, with the necessary permission, several times every day. 19. Never will I mix myself up with anyone else's business. I will never say that anyone has done anything badly. 20. Whenever I am told to help others in their work, I will obey the responsible person exactly and without remark. I will never allow myself to say that anything is not done as it should be. Still, when I know from experience how things should be carried out, I will give my advice, but never in the tone of a master. 21. When I am joined with others in discharging the duties of the house, however trivial they may be, sweeping the corridors, moving furniture, and the like, I will make it my rule 
never to be anxious to get the best place or the best things conveniences i will yield to others taking for myself what god may leave me thus every one will be pleased myself among the rest twenty two i will never put myself forward to discharge any duty but will wait until i am told what to do twenty three in the refectory i will not look about unless obliged to do so by duty or charity twenty four i will take from the board at meals the plate that is nearest to me without looking at the others twenty five in all my interior conflicts i will be careful not to listen to self-love if any one blames or accuses me i will strive to make all bitter feelings pass gently away then tranquillity will reign at the bottom of my soul twenty six my supreme resolution is to give myself unreservedly to god for this reason i will endeavor to have continually before my eyes this motto be thou deaf blind and mute twenty seven i will not know of the meaning of the words i will or i will not only one thing do i desire thy good pleasure o my god and not mine own in me o lord may thy will not mine be done twenty eight to do the will of god it is necessary that i should give up mine own i wish to possess god only if then i wish for god alone it must needs be that i should detach myself from all that is not god twenty nine i will have it at heart to seek my own interests in nothing thirty during all the time of silence i will meditate within my soul on the passion and death of jesus christ and on the sorrows of mary thirty one may all my prayers communions and all my good works be always applied for the salvation of poor sinners in union with the precious blood of jesus christ thirty two if any one is wanting in the patience necessary for him to endure the trials that god sends him and ask me to help him i will pray for his intention and for three days offer up all that i do in order to obtain for him a perfect conformity with the divine will thirty three when i receive my scripture's blessing i will consider that it is jesus christ himself from whom i am receiving it thirty four as a general rule i will not ask permission for holy communion overnight i will only ask it the moment before i am going into the church thus i shall always keep myself in readiness if permission be refused me i will make a spiritual communion when the priest communicates sacramentally thirty five my thanksgiving after communion shall last until midday and my preparation for next day shall be made from midday until six o'clock in the evening thirty six in visiting the blessed sacrament i will make the following acts o lord jesus i believe that thou art present in the blessed sacrament and i adore thee with all my heart i have the intention of adoring thee by this visit wherever thou art present in the sacred host and i offer thee thy precious blood for poor sinners also i desire to receive thee spiritually as many times as there are sanctuaries on earth in which thou dost dwell thirty seven 
I will make these acts of the love of God. O my God, I have the intention of offering thee as many acts of love as have been ever made thee by the Most Holy Virgin and all the saints in heaven, as well as by all the faithful on earth. I would love thee as much as Jesus Christ loves thee, and as he loved his chosen ones. I would renew these acts with every beating of my heart. I offer these, my desires, to my mother Mary. 38. I will have all possible veneration for priests, beholding them in Jesus Christ himself, and striving to be penetrated with the greatness of their dignity. From his resolutions, St. Gerard turned to the explanation of the wonderful vow that he had made always to do that which was most perfect. Explanation of my vow. I have obliged myself always to do that which is most perfect. By this I mean that which seems to me to be the most perfect course to take in the sight of God. It is an obligation which extends to all my actions, even the smallest, compelling me to perform them always with the greatest self-renunciation and the utmost perfection. In order to be freed from perplexity, I will suppose myself ordinarily to have from your reverence a general permission for this. Limits of my vow any actions performed in moments of distraction or through inadvertence do not fall under this vow also i shall not be acting against my vow in asking for some dispensation when out of the house i make this reservation in order to avoid any scruple which might hamper the freedom of my actions i always preserve the power to ask from my confessor for dispensation from this vow on this side he will always be free to liberate me from it should this seem good to him after the statement of this heroic vow and all deliberate actions to do the most perfect thing st gerard proceeded to give a list of his daily practices of piety he even gave his director a long list of the saints whom he venerated as his special patrons such as those most distinguished for their great devotion to the sacred humanity of our lord like st mary magdalene st bernard and st philip neri those whose hearts were devoured with zeal for souls as St. Francis Xavier and St. Teresa, or great mystics like St. Francis of Assisi and St. Felix of Cantalice. Finally, he concludes this unveiling of his inmost self by the following words of fire. O oh my God, he cries out, that I were able to convert as many sinners as there are grains of sand under the sea and on the earth as there are leaves upon the trees, plants in the fields, stars in the heavens, rays from the sun, or atoms in the air. Would that I could convert to thee as many souls as there are creatures in this world. End of chapter 10